0: Hello and welcome everyone to how I met my dad's podcast. I am the host of this podcast. My name is Jacob I've been using anchor for a little over a month or so. It's a great way to kickstart your uh, career or hobby I highly highly recommend anyone who wants to do podcasting to try and check out anchor anchor is an amazing a uh, podcast app that is very easy to set up and my perspective is if i would have found out podcast before any other apps were out there i would have gone with anchor 100 the whole time thank you guys so so much please subscribe to me and uh anchor is the way to go again how i met my dad's podcast i am Jakob. thank you 98 a truly unique person was born in boston massachusetts it was William James Sidis. His father, Boris, was a well-known psychologist, and his mother, Sarah, was a doctor. They realized their son was special when he was still little. One day, the mother finds her son writing a letter before his first birthday. Then, another day, the parents see William carefully reading the New York Times, understanding every word. There's nothing unusual about it, except for the fact that William is less than two years old the parents understand their son is a genius. They spend the family savings on books, maps, textbooks, and dictionaries to support their son and give him new knowledge. When William turns four, he reads the literature of Homer in the original. When he turns six, he learns the works of Aristotle. At the age of six, he finishes writing his fourth book. One of these books is a work on anatomy. By the age of eight, William speaks and writes fluently in English, Latin, French, Russian, Hebrew, Turkish, and Armenian. This isn't enough for him, and he comes up with his own unique language. His parents are a little shocked by their son's abilities. They realize he's too bright for a regular school. He's smarter than all the teachers and students. At the age of nine, William easily passes all the exams and enters Harvard. But the school doesn't allow him to go there at such an early age. So for the next two years, he continues to attend his old school and gets bored. He doesn't stop writing books. He finishes a novel, some poems in French, and a constitution for a fantastic utopia. And this is what distinguishes William from other prodigies. A young genius usually begins learning just one science, but our hero is interested and successful in completely different fields of knowledge, mathematics, astronomy, languages, politics, biology, philosophy, and much more. Finally, William turns 11. They let him study at Harvard. All Mm -hmm. students and teachers are surprised to see such a young student. But most of all, they are surprised by his level of knowledge. Some people admire him. Others think Mm -hmm. he's weird. William does great at Harvard easily passes all exams, and even gives lectures at the math club. The topic of lectures is one of the most difficult subjects in mathematics, four-dimensional bodies. Not only students, but also about 100 university professors attend his lessons. For most people, these lectures are too much. But those few who understand what William's talking about are amazed by his truly genius knowledge. The professors believe William will become a great astronomer and mathematician. He'll find new worlds, make discoveries, invent new ways to study astronomy. He'll probably become the greatest mathematician in the world. Unfortunately, knowledge isn't enough to achieve success in life. William can't find friends at the (laughs) university. Many students don't understand him and don't want to be friends with him. William graduates from Harvard at the age of 16. He tries to fit into the big world, lead a full-fledged happy life, but after Harvard, He gets a job at another school in Texas. William teaches mathematics, but his teaching career ends quickly. School management asks him to leave the job on his own, since he is much younger than all the teachers and students. People just don't like it when such a young guy gives them knowledge. Along with this, William becomes a celebrity. The newspapers write about him, and reporters interview him. But William can't stand being the center of attention, so he decides to hide from everyone who knows him and lead a quiet lifestyle. In the following years of his life, William moves from city to city and lives under different names so that no one finds out it's him. He gets ordinary jobs as a turner, a locksmith, and an accountant in a small company with a small salary. When people recognize him, William moves to a new city. He keeps writing books. He finishes his work on a 1,200-page volume about U.S. history. He collects train and tram tickets and writes a book about them. He also writes about science and astronomy. He publishes all his books under different names. Unfortunately, they aren't popular and don't bring him money. Years later, one of his books will be sold at an auction for several thousand dollars. He's fluent in 40 languages, but some experts and biographers claim he could speak more than 200 languages William leads a quiet and probably happy life. He works as a carpenter in New York, lives in a modest apartment, and meets with friends. Biographers who study his life say that people familiar with William adored him. Everyone described him in exceptionally kind words. So it looks like William felt content with his adulthood despite the rough younger days. But some experts believe he was unhappy for the rest of his life. Then, in 1937, His quiet life changes as he meets a woman who becomes his friend. She visits him, and they discuss various topics. Things are going well. William is happy to have a new friend. But then, a huge article about him is published in a well-known magazine. It describes his life in detail and in a bad light. In this article, William seems to be some mad recluse. It turns out his new friend was a reporter and got close to William on purpose to learn as much as possible about his life. Now, hundreds of thousands of people get the wrong picture of him. William isn't going to leave it just like that and decides to sue the magazine for invasion of privacy. After a while, William loses the case. Despite his secretive life, the judge Hmm. considers him a public person and there's nothing wrong if people discover something about the life of a public person. He leaves his home and hides from people again. No one knows how he spends his life for the next few years. In 1944, he passed away at the age of 46. He wasn't rich by this point and was working as an office clerk. There was no money in his account. There were no friends around. No one knows what he had been doing in his final years. Almost no one understood him all his life. Who knows what success he could have reached if people had been kinder to him. Throughout his life, William passed several IQ tests. Each time, the test results proved that he was a genius. Albert Einstein had an IQ of 160 points. Leonardo da Vinci had 180 points. Isaac Newton had 190. William Sidis had somewhere between 250 and 300 points. He was probably the smartest person in history. The lives of many smart people prove that having a genius IQ is never enough. High intelligence doesn't guarantee success. It's important to have social intelligence. It's knowing how to behave in public, how to speak correctly, and how to please people. Someone could paint amazing pictures, but never know how to present them correctly. As a result, their works of art can be recognized as cheap during the artist's lifetime. A violinist who can't negotiate a high price for their concert would end up playing on the streets their entire life. The ability to become a celebrity and sell your skills is also an important talent. Many geniuses were hermits and lived poorly because they never managed to get social. Sometimes, a genius knows everything about genetic engineering but has no idea how to behave at a party. Mean people often use geniuses for selfish purposes and deceive them. On the other side, Some people who don't have high intelligence or knowledge get high-level positions, become famous, and achieve success thanks to social intelligence and hard work.